Welcome to Real Life Moms. I'm your host, Lisa Foster. And Real Life Moms is a podcast that's all about moms having real conversations, sharing resources, and telling their inspiring stories. Our mission is to connect moms by talking about topics that parents deal with every day and to continue these conversations in our Real Life Moms Facebook group, where we would love for you to become part of our community. And this week, I'm joined by Alexis and Alan Tanner, who are a husband and wife team that co-hosts the Parenting in Real Life podcast, where they discuss all things parenting. They have five kids of their own, and they range from 4 to 11 years old. In today's episode, Alexis and Alan are going to help me discuss how to make time in our busy schedules for our partners. Hi, Alexis. Hi, Alan. Welcome to Real Life Mom. Hi, thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Oh my gosh, I'm so thrilled to have you both today. And Alan, I have to say, you are my first dad on the show. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so welcome. Yeah, so we're we're branching out. (laughs) And today we're going to discuss making time for your partner. And and Mm -hmm. what I love about you two is that you have five kids between the ages of four and 11. Crazy. (laughs) And you are busy parents, but you also have a podcast that you co-host together called Parenting in Real Life, which I have listened to. And it has just incredible tips and ideas and guests. And I definitely recommend it to all the listeners today to check it out. So from the outside perspective, you guys do make time for each other. (laughs) We definitely try. (laughs) You try. Okay, we're laughing. So maybe I'm wrong. Okay, yeah, tell me. <laughs> tell me how you feel. Do you feel like you do have time with, I mean, with five kids? Yeah, our life is pretty crazy with having five kids. We are finally coming out of survival mode is what we called it for many years because we had our kids so close together. So we always had a baby and we were exhausted all the time. And so we're, we're coming, our youngest, since she's four, we're like, okay, we're out of the baby stage. This mm-hmm. It's getting a little bit easier with kids can like kind of take care of themselves a little bit more and we're sleeping at night. So that's great. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so huge. Sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing that we've always been, we are so far from perfect and that's, that's our whole thing is that you can learn as you go, but we've always been really good at prioritizing each other. And, And so when we didn't have, I mean, when we were at the peak of the crazy, you know, just like four kids in diapers, we we always prioritize spending time with each other. I know a lot of times there's this temptation, like I've got to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. We probably didn't do enough of that, frankly. But mm-hmm. what we did do is we spent time together and we were each other's outlets. Mm-hmm. And so in like no money, no, no energy, <laughs> but like, even if it is just, you know, watching a movie together or, you know, we found little things that we could do that were cheap and we could do together like puzzles. We both happen to like puzzles. Alexis is good at puzzles. I'm bad at puzzles, but we both like puzzles. Mm. So just doing things like that, where, you know, we could do it at home, even if there's not a ton of time. Um, so that, that was good. Now I, I, I say we're not perfect and we're not because it's still, it's still a balance, right? Like we're both trying to live our lives. Alexis is trying to get our podcast growing and I've got a full-time job. And Mm -hmm. so like, it's still a balance and we still have a lot of conversations about like, how are we doing? Or, you know, are we doing okay? You have to check in because it certainly hasn't been automatic for us. Yeah. I mean, I love that. I love that. First of all, that you said prioritizing each other, because I think honestly, this topic came about because it's, it's actually my personal issue. I'm working, I do a podcast, I have two teenagers. So Mm -hmm. 
we're in a different level, but it's it's still a little crazy with teens, I have to say. And it really bothers me that like, I feel that my husband gets like the last bit of me, you know, that, that, that not pretty time. And I love that you say that even doing a puzzle together, um, that you prioritize each other. That's really awesome. Yep. And it does make me think of one thing I I remember doing with my husband when my kids were younger was we printed out like a, a list of questions that was just from the internet. And it may have even been like, you know, before you get married kind of list It's one of those lists that you yeah. ask each other. And we actually hid in the basement and that was our getaway from our kids being younger. And yeah. we asked each other these questions. And I remember being like, Oh, that was so nice, you know? <laughs> so that was that was kind of fun to do as well. But here's my question. How do you find that? I mean, I, the kids are everywhere. Like where, what time are you connecting? Because our kids are still kind of younger, um, we do have, after they go to bed, like mm -hmm. we have time together. And I know that's harder when you have teenagers because they're not going to bed by eight o'clock. Like yeah. <laughs> some of our kids, we're starting to experience that a little bit more. Our oldest really likes to stay up to get her to go to bed. Um, and so it we don't always have that one-on-one -on -one time because we do have a child or two around, you know, staying up. Um, but that was our go-to was after kids are in bed. And I think that's hard when you're, you're working and stuff, if you don't have like a lunchtime or something like that. Like, I mean, Alan works from home right now. Most of the time we have lunch together, you know, cause he's home and I'm home and yeah, there's kids around, you know, but yeah. we're, we're doing lunch. I think even finding those times, even when your kids are around of being able to just be together and chat real fast, I don't think it needs to be like long and super time intensive, you know, but I think if you can find those moments either before or after work, or if you happen to be together during the day where you can just kind of chat and take time to talk to each other for a minute. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of my personal time, and I don't know if you guys feel this way, is around schedules though. You know, so even if I like grab him, you know, <laughs> in between, um, I feel like it's a lot around schedules. Like who's picking up who, you know, who's making the dinner, where's, who has to be where, you know, versus that quality time about sure. us. Yeah. yeah. Something that I like to do with Alan is we try to schedule like the week out, like on Sundays, mm. like I'll sit and I'll look at my week. I'm like, okay, this is what we have going on and we'll schedule, like we'll sit down and do it for like 30 minutes and just say, this is what's happening. This is where I'm going. These are where the kids are going and work it out like all at one time. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that would be helpful at all. I don't know if your schedules are changing all the time, but I feel like ours is like, I have a Google, um, calendar yeah google calendar set up and have everything on there and i'm like okay this is what's happening this week and so we can kind of work through that yeah alexis i'll tell you the truth here okay we have lots <laughs> <laughs> we have lots of schedules um and yeah. i even have a whiteboard a whiteboard oh, with yeah. schedules on it but mm -hmm. my husband has a hard time with that like he needs he needs that verbal reminder. And I don't know if it's actually that he doesn't know, or is he just confirming or I don't know, but, but I do like that Google calendar. Now, if I was a little bit more apt with computer stuff, which I'm really horrible, we're lucky we're on this podcast, to be honest, <laughs> uh, I would, I think the Google calendar could really work. That was something that Alan had to convince me to do because I am totally a paper girl. I love planners. I love calendars. Like I just like to write things down. And as our lives have gotten more busy, as our kids are getting older and getting more involved in things, it just wasn't working for him to try to figure out what we were doing because he didn't have access to the calendar when he's scheduling things. So yeah. we do like Google calendar has helped us a lot. Yeah. So do, you do a shared calendar. Is that right? Like you can actually yeah. 
something and it goes to both of you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. I see it on my phone when somebody's like, hey, can you come over this night? I can look and be like, uh, no. <laughs> Usually the answer is no, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, can, I can look and it is, that is really nice. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. You're talking me into this Google. I think my husband's going to be so excited about that, actually. <laughs> it was, it was seven years in the making. Alexis, she has a Blackboard calendar. She has probably four calendars, like physical calendars on her desk right now. Seven sticky notes. She's a, she's a physical girl when mm-hmm. it comes to her scheduling, but I convinced her to do digital and it really has connected our schedules a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And then it would take away that, that like five minutes we have before ruckus starts in the morning to (laughs) to talk about the schedule and that I can actually, you know, say something nice, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I, I think the other thing, and this isn't always possible, but I remember my aunt and uncle, I really respected that they took a date night every single week like theirs was Friday night and it was sacred every Friday they went on a date and they loved movies I think they went to the movies every single Friday Wow, that would be expensive and boring for me but (laughs) but that's what they did and so we have we've had a goal our whole marriage to do that and I we are so far from that but I would say we're getting better and and for us sometimes a date night is a puzzle Mm -hmm. but it's like Tonight, we're not just going to like collapse on the couch and watch Netflix. We're going to collapse next to a puzzle and do a puzzle and watch Netflix. You know, like it's not, it's not way different, but it's a little bit more conscious than just like, than just giving up at the end of the day. You know, like it feels like, you know what, this is us time. It's not, it's not like first date material, but it it's good for us. Well, you're kind of redefining date night because I think we think of date night as like we have to go and do something. But what you're saying is, you know, it's just a designated time. So whether that means you actually leave or that's the time that you have uninterrupted conversation. Yeah, I like I like that because honestly, my husband also always like, oh, we should do date night every week. And I think in my not I love my husband. Let me just put this out there. I love my husband. He is my best friend. Great guy. Uh, but I hear every week and that's like it's another thing I have to do. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Another responsibility that's every week. Uh, is in my mind right but I love changing that that I don't actually have to do anything but it's it's our quality sacred time you know what I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that Alan and and it really like we have been really conscious like how easy can we make this sometimes it's a puzzle other times it's like let's go to Dairy Queen and get an ice cream cone Mm-hmm. It's drive through and drive home, but like that's that's ten minutes in the car, you know, mm-hmm. and and so th- these are not like all night things. These mm-hmm. are just just like how can we take carve out just a little bit of time for us to have a conversation while yeah. we are still conscious, you know, like not right before we're falling asleep or something. Now let me ask you this: This is a a big question. Do you guys ever actually like get away and leave your kids, you know, home? like go away for the night we've done that once (laughs) (laughs) we've done we've done like a a one night trip maybe just only like three times and two or three times in our marriage Mm -hmm. when we've done two trips now so we haven't done very many getaways Mm -hmm. i know a lot of people think that's really important for their marriage but we just have so many kids and they're so small that we feel bad making anybody watch all of them (laughs) so I think we're like the point like, okay, people can handle them a little bit better. And so we're 
we're trying to do that more often, but um, it, that's a lot of work and a lot of preparation to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll make you feel much better about yourselves. Okay. So I have a 13 year old and a 16 year old mm -hmm. for the first time go <laughs> overnight, like in two weeks. So oh yeah. So yeah, it's that bad. I mean, we've had nights alone because of sleepovers or something and we mm -hmm. ended up by ourselves, but like to actually go somewhere. Yeah. yeah 16 and 13. No, no. Yeah. That's yeah, impressive. So you feel really good about yourself. Yeah, we, we, um, I, I will say those times have been like half magical and half stressful. Like it, it's like, holy smokes, that's so much time with each other. Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? It ends up being great. But it, there are like just like throughout the the experience you'll like look at each other and be like do we really not have kids right now it's such a surreal moment that it's almost like an out-of-body experience so I think those are awesome and I'm super excited for you thank but you I think you've got to be getting the little like the little touch bases you know? yeah well yeah we have activities and we and we're picking things that um our kids would hate you know so yeah. <laughs> do things that we we like and not that oh i don't want to be here kind of thing right <laughs> yeah like alan and i just went to um washington dc to visit his brother and we went without kids mm. and we we went to you know all there's tons of museums and just things to look at there and and i thought you know what? our kids would probably hate this right now because <laughs> they they would be so bored walk just walking and looking at things you know so that was something I'm glad that we did together without them because I think they probably would have hated it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so nice. It is nice to reconnect and remember the things mm -hmm. that we used to like to do together. Oh, yeah. Now, I, I noticed on your website, you have like all these, you know, resources for like great kid ideas to do when there's no screen time or things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you happen to have a list of fun things to do with your spouse? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I should put one together. I think yeah. you should put one together and just okay. email it to me or something, or I'll just go on and look. Let me know when it's out. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can do that because I've definitely looked for things over the last couple of years for ideas and stuff like that. So I can compile some, but I know there's some great websites. So the first one that comes to mind is there's one called the Dating Divas and they're just all about date night and they have all these fun ideas and activities and stuff. And they vary from like very simple to super elaborate, you know? So I know there's tons of, websites and blogs and stuff like that with date ideas or things to do with your spouse yeah for the holidays this year I got my husband actually because I I was on this like we need to spend more time together mm -hmm. um without kids and so I got us the date box have you ever heard of those no yeah there's there's a lot of them out there the one we chose or I chose I should say is called created with love and it basically is a box and in it it has activities to do um, and different themes. And, and it's fun because it, it's meant to connect you guys and to ask questions and be playful. I mean, we had one cowboy one. Both of us ended up in mustaches and, uh, and some sort of weird random hat. <laughs> that with it. So it comes with props. Um, nice. It just makes us actually say, okay, at least we're going to spend time to do this box. Um, and yeah. so that's that was fun. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I haven't made it easy on Alexis. I like when people ask me what my hobbies are, I like get cold sweats because I'm like, I work hard so that I can not work, you know? And so I don't want to like go rock climbing or do other things. Like my dream weekend is staying home and watching movies, you know, like I just love doing nothing. And so Alexis is a goer and a doer. 
So I think that's important is like, it's taken us a lot of work, but we've found a couple things that we both like. So mm-hmm. um, like we, we've said puzzles several times, that was one of our early finds is that we both like puzzles, but that's become, now they have these um, escape rooms. So that's yeah. like a big, fancy, expensive puzzle, right? And so <laughs> every once in a while, we'll do one of those. Um, we obviously connect over food. Food's an easy one. Um, Especially dessert. Everybody likes food. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it's been, and then this podcast has been something we've been doing for five years now. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Now, did that come, how did that come about? Um, it kind of happened where, well, Alan and I just both really liked podcasts. We love listening to them. We'd always tell each other about our latest podcast that we found. I thought, I was like, wouldn't it be fun to do one? And I didn't want to do it by myself. And so I thought, well, Alan should do it with me. And so I convinced <laughs> him to do it with me and we've been doing it together ever since. And um, but yeah, it's a fun way for us to connect because we have to talk about the podcast, like well, who who are we interviewing or what are we talking about this week? And we prep it and plan it and record it. So that's just another thing that we do together that yeah. gives us that time. Yeah, it okay. came out of situation where we're just like, what is happening? We do not know what we're doing with parenting and we've got to figure something out, but we know we're not alone. So if we figure it out, we, you know, this will force us to learn something and then try and teach it to other people. And so mm-hmm. that's really been the idea is we pick our topics based on what's stressing us out right then and mm-hmm. assume that a bunch of other people are in the same boat. And so it's been a good way to one, spend time together and two, be more conscious about parenting and say, what's our problem and how do we fix it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's, it's been good. Um, it is a lot of time. And, you know, as my job fluctuates and how busy it is, there's been times where like, what are we doing? How are we doing this with everything else? But, but it has been something we've, kept going because it it's a, a thing we can do together and that's hard to find as a couple so mm-hmm. we've we've enjoyed and I think those things are important too right like I yeah to have your own things sometimes uh, Alexis is a dreamer and I'm not a dreamer but I can support dreams <laughs> and so <laughs> so that's something I can do for Alexis right is I can if you want to go do something I will I will do everything I can to make that happen I can yeah you know, take pick up my my weight or carry my weight with the family so that you can do stuff. And I have not been perfect at that, but Alexis has coached me and I'm getting better. Um, (laughs) And, and and so I, I, this happens to be a thing we do together. Alexis has a lot of other hustles that Mm -hmm. do like, you know, you could argue that's taking her away from the family, but you've got to, you got to fill, fill your cup. Right. And so I think that's important that, if Alexis isn't getting any Alexis time, then we don't have very good us time. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Because then you're resentful, you know? So if you don't mm-hmm. fill your own cup first, hard to help others fill theirs. <laughs> Are there little things that you guys do for each other? Like, like for instance, um, you know, my husband, every morning I hear, I get up very early. So I'm up before him and I hear his alarm go off and I always bring him a cup of coffee. I might not stay in chat, but I always bring them one every morning. That's kind of my, I love you. Welcome to the morning. Something that um, Alan does frequently is um, he'll write me like little, a little sticky note. He'll just write a little note on it and then he'll hide it somewhere. And so I usually takes me a while to find it like somewhere throughout the day, but it'll just be like something really short and sweet, a little cute thing just to know that he was thinking about me. And then mm-hmm. I put them like, I have a little place in my desk where I put them and stuff. So I just like to look at it back and look at them but that's something super simple it's just like writing a note you know yeah Mm -hmm. i love that alan that's so cute that started in one of our hardest times i was in um, grad school 
and it was far away and it was grad school. And so I was home, like I would leave at six in the morning and I wouldn't get back until eight at night often. And so I, I was like really not seeing my family at all. And so we felt it. We felt like, oh my gosh, you know, like how are we going to make it through this? And so that's where that started is I, I might not see her, but I could leave this sticky note that she would find throughout the day. And it was that chance. Mm. Um, another thing we've done, and it, again, this is like, this is good coaching on Alexis's part. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just get to work and I won't ever think about home or family and that's selfish and, and but easy to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Alexis was good at being like, you know, a text during the day would be awesome. And so I'm, again, not perfect, but I try and remember when I am gone all day, I try and shoot her a text and just be like, hey, how are things at home? And just show that like, mm-hmm. I'm not there, but I still remember that you are there somewhere doing something and, and it's probably big and stressful and hard too. And so that's been a good, a good check for me is just because you're at work doesn't mean you get to forget that you have a family, you know, you can still yeah. check. Al, still Al, that's a great, oh, I'm, I'm just learning so much. I love that one too, because my husband does work from home. So, you know, I feel like Alan, I kind of, I'm like you, cause I work outside the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a physical therapist. I work in a private practice and at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gone. So at weekends, I'm really like, oh, I just want to be home. Mm-hmm. And my husband's the opposite because he's home, right? <laughs> and he wants to be out. Um, but I do think even just that little text while I'm out, because he, he's alone in the house. Yeah. And our kids are at school, so they're not, then nobody's around. So he is a little probably lonely. I'm going to put those words in there. Yeah. But um, I feel like that little text even, because it's hard for me to talk because I treat people, you know, <laughs> so I can't be on the phone, but I can text. And yeah. I, I I love that. I love that. Just, you know, saying, Hey, yeah, I'm thinking of you or yeah. How's it going? Just, just to have that connection, even when I'm not there. I love that. Um, I know you have young kids and one thing that was really valuable for me when my kids were young was that, cause I, I felt like babysitters were really expensive at the time. And I also felt like going out was more work than staying Home, right? right. But one of the things we did was I had a friend who had similar ages. Now you have a lot of kids. I don't know if this will work, but, um, but similar ages of kids. And what we would do is once a month, we'd call it a date night and we would drop our kids off and they were in charge of, you know, making them dinner. It would be at their house. So my house was not a mess when I came home mm-hmm. and I would, we would go out and granted it wasn't like late night or anything, but we would go out for dinner or do something and then just pick up the kids and come home. So they were fed, my house was clean, and it felt like I could go out with all the work. Um, Mm -hmm. Following month, then we would take their kids and Mm -hmm. they would go out. So that was was big, that was big for us. And then of course, I don't know what happened and it faded, but we did it for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about that and I think that is awesome. I hate watching other people's kids. So we usually don't do that route, but I do know a lot of people who have, and I think it's awesome because it is a way to be able to still do date night and not have to pay for that babysitter. Cause it is so expensive to pay for a sitter and pay for whatever you're doing. And so that way it kind of helps with the budget. And like you said too, your house isn't a mess when you go home, <laughs> everything's clean and ready to go. So I think that is a great option too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. I, that was my, that was always my biggest thing when having anyone like watch the kids. It's like, oh, I had to do all the work. Then you go out and then you come back in the house. 
house is like destroyed and you're like, right. okay, that's <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> I know our, our oldest to our girls and I'm trying to teach them like, Hey, when you babysit, you need to clean up the house, clean up your, the dishes you do help clean up because the mom wants to come home to a clean house. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to train them. <laughs> Is from you. We we kind of mentioned it early on, but that we you know we call it the the kidless time. From it usually ends up being more like nine to ten when we go to bed. That is important time to us, and we're starting to feel it slip away as we get tweens and teens. So, what's that like for you? Like, mm. do you go to bed? Do your kids go to bed after you, or at the same time as you? Because that feels stressful to me. <laughs> oh, it, it's unimaginable, but yes, my kids tuck me in. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> my husband is a night owl, so he he's usually is still up. Um, yeah. My kids happen to be late nighters as well. Me, I'm not. And so, yeah, by nine, 10 o'clock, I'm like, night, everybody. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're up now, granted, um, just to calm your nerves about your kids staying up later, um, they usually might be talking on the phone with their friends, uh, homework gets a little lot harder and it also gets much harder for me to even help them because I don't understand anything they're doing. So they are busy with their own things. So they're not as much like in your space. And there is that quiet space that you can be just doing your own thing and probably connecting too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so we have tried that a little bit when our girls want to stay up, we're like, that's fine, but you need to stay in the basement so that me and mom can still have us time. Like we're fine with you being awake. You're, you're old enough to take care of yourselves, but we need space, Yeah, you know? And so we've tried to like, we're trying to set up those boundaries. So, um, but I like that. That's hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I love that you're, see, I don't think, I think we missed the boat on the boundary (laughs) thing. And I, maybe because we only have two, so I only have two kids so that, I don't know. I just, yeah, we missed that boat. We missed a few boats, I have to say, Um, (laughs) but that's okay. That's okay. But I love that you're making boundaries because I think if they see you connecting and Mm -hmm. see that this is your time, you know, after whatever, seven o'clock, you are, it's your time. I think they do realize that, okay, I am not going to bother you guys. Like my kids do know when it's my time, they know not I'm down in the basement. They know not to come down and bother me right now um, while I'm doing this. So I guess they, somehow I made those boundaries, but once again, somehow I forgot my husband along the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to do. Yeah. It's easy to do. It's easy yeah. to do, but it, it is sad because, yeah, he was the most important person in the group. Um, and like I said, you know, he gets the last of me. So I am, I'm going to change a few things here. I, I love, I love your little, your texting during the day ideas. I love the note I do. I think I might even start hiding notes in uh, random places that I know he'll find, like the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something that you know they're he's going to use that day. Like he'll often put it in my planner or you know, something that I know I'm going to open and, mm-hmm. and see it. Yeah. And one thing we like to do, I have to say, my husband and I, we do take walks together. Like mm-hmm. I have to give a hooray because, um, so my car had an issue and I had to bring it into the shop, but it made my husband have to drive me or pick me up from work. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was a special time. And instead of needing to like run and home and, you know, try to do something with the kids or whatever, but then we took a walk, you know, mm-hmm. just 
you know what? We don't need to race. We can walk together. And just even if it's just half an hour, an hour, it was just so nice just to have a cup of coffee and just go for a walk and then come home. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's just a matter of slowing down and Mm -hmm. having a little less on my schedule. Yeah. 100%. One of my, this is bad to say, my favorite part of the pandemic, but my favorite part of the pandemic <laughs> was there was a minute there where, you know, we were all first forced to work from home for a minute. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, you know, like we hadn't figured that out yet. So I had this kind of hour in the morning where I usually would be commuting to work, but now I was home and meetings hadn't filled in that space. Now they have, but, but for a minute we had that time. And so for that first summer, we would go on a walk every morning and that was magical like walks are walks are great it's mm-hmm. it's driving right because you're out in nature you're getting your your blood going and you're you know it's a quiet time when it's easy to talk to each other I I miss that <laughs> I yeah. miss those walks we were able to take and I think you're right it just is a matter of slowing down and prioritizing it right because I mean during that pandemic I agree it was or it's still going on but I mean yeah. it was it was it was slower there was less mm-hmm to do. And I do miss that. I, I so enjoyed that quiet slowness and Mm -hmm. why we automatically fill the space. So, so yeah, I I agree. Let's uh, make a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my husband and I will do things like, (laughs) uh, we're embarrassed to say, but I'm going to say it. We watched The Bachelor together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We will own up to it. Okay, we get involved. And it's fun because you can cheer people on. You can get involved. It's a show we do together. But yeah. we're connecting. But it's not the same as that talking and taking a walk and and spending that quality time. So it's time together. But I don't know if we feel filled after that sure mm-hmm. yeah I'll, I'll tell you this is i don't even know if i've told alexis this oh. but I'm a, I'm a my my love language is physical touch mm-hmm. and there's a huge difference to watching a show together and she's on her computer or her phone mm-hmm. two inches away and when she you know puts the phone and the computer away and snuggles into me there's a huge difference like in mm-hmm. in the amount of connection i feel during that time so it's still a show we're still not really talking together mm-hmm. um that much but just like knowing that like, okay, she's leaning into me and, and we're getting that, that physical connection, I think is, is huge for me. So I, it's like a matter of good, better, best, right? Like, yes, it's probably better to go like have a deep conversation together, but sometimes all you've got in the tank is snuggling on the couch. Mm-hmm. And so you, you snuggle on the couch, you know? I think that's good to know is to learn your spouse's love language. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of tests, like the tests and resources to figure out what that is and whatever, but really knowing what it is and finding ways to show them love in the way that they want to be loved, I think makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Notes are awesome for me because I'm a words of affirmation girl. Like I love when he tells me I'm doing a good job, that he loves me or whatever. So notes mean a ton to me more than the physical touch, you know, but, but that's his love language. And so we do, so he enjoys that, you know, mm-hmm. so I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny. My husband is so you, Alexis. Um, he is also, we we're big love language fans. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, big, big, big. And his is also words of affirmation, which is why I'm loving those notes and texts. Mm-hmm. Um, mine, of course, <laughs> is services. Um, <laughs> so he did the dishes after I cooked dinner tonight. And I said, thank you. I love you too. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I think that is a good point. Um, because you're right, like we can watch a show together. And maybe my bucket isn't being filled. Not that I need him to do services <laughs> during a show. Uh, but neither is his, right? Because I'm not saying anything. But someone who is more physical touch, that cuddling really that can be filling and, and enough. Oh, such good stuff. You guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This has been great. Yeah. Is there any advice for parents or anyone struggling out there to, that you would want to say to them? I think just be intentional about it as best as you can. Find one way each day to do something small for your partner, you know, and whether that is a note or a text or just I don't know, saying hi or you know, finding some way to connect in, in a small, small way. So it doesn't feel overwhelming. Cause I think kind of like what we talked about where date nights can feel overwhelming because it's a big, it feels like sometimes it has to be a big thing, but just doing those daily small things makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. I think start there is the best place. The other tip we almost always give is um, set lower expectations. <laughs> and, and that is like, we, we say that and we laugh because it sounds pessimistic, mm -hmm. but the reality is so many of our problems with our kids or even with our spouses or ourselves is we have this idealized view of what it should be. And I think we would have that anyway, but social media and podcasts, you know, like all of these things around us are telling us how to do everything. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to be like, man, that's not my life. That's, that's not how how things are for me or our part, my partnership or whatever. And so I think also give yourself the benefit of the doubt. That's maybe the, the positive way to say that is give yourself the benefit of the doubt, give your partner the benefit of the doubt. You know, you got into this together because you thought it was a good idea. It probably still is a good idea. So, so just be patient with each other. And like I've said, most of the good things that we're doing in our marriage is because Alexis has coached me there, you know? And so, um, so it's, it's definitely a, a learning process. So I think that's important. Yeah. And I love the takeaway of that. It doesn't have to be big. You know, I, I think when I came into this today, it's like how to make time, how to make time for my partner. I really was thinking like dates and got to go out and got to go see all these things. But you guys show, showed me today is really that it doesn't have to be that big. It's really is those small moments that are very meaningful. And yeah, it can be so much more than going out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Little drops fill big buckets. I love that. But this was so helpful. So thank you for talking with me today on this topic. Um, mm -hmm. I have so many takeaways and I am going to totally implement those into my daily life for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you for having us. This has been great. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Alexis and Alan have really helped me see that it is the simple things that really go a long way. So even if you can't go out on a date every week, just spending time snuggling on the couch, watching a movie, or hiding a note in your partner's planner, even a text or a call to let them know you were thinking of them, really goes a long way. Come join us on our Facebook group so we can hear ways that you connect with your partner. And don't forget to follow Real Life Moms so you don't miss an episode.